Welcome to the podcast. My name's Skip Clark, Skip Happens podcast host, along with Skip Happens podcast co-host, Deb Lamphere, president and founder of the official Country Music Fan Club. This is the podcast that will bring you the stories. We will interview the incredible up-and-coming artists out of Music City. Also, we chat with the big stars, and we talk about their journey to stardom. We also love talking to entrepreneurs. Not only that, it's people like you and I. That's all. And just remember, skip us out of music. Get over it. Let's get right to the podcast. <laughs> I, I love it. it. Get over it. That's all. We know skip happens. Hi, everybody. Skip Clark, Deb Lamphere. Um, and of course, a brand, brand new up and coming. Actually, I don't know if she's brand new. She's been doing this a long time. But uh, I guess, in a sense, she is new, up and coming, and one of our future stars. I want you all to say hello to Bailey Callahan. Hello, Bailey. How are you? Hey, I'm doing so good. How are you? Well, fine. Doing good. No show yet, so that's a good thing. Yeah, that's good. I'm trying to share this on Facebook right now. Okay. Um, we can wait. No, you're totally fine. I don't think it's like gone on Facebook yet. Um, the Country Music Fan Club has a watch party going. Can you chime into that? And if okay. you can't, you could try Skip's Facebook page. Okay, perfect. I want to like make sure we can get everybody on. We you want know. everybody out there. We want yeah. everybody on. This um, lady, this woman is a social media expert, I can tell already. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I appreciate um, I appreciate you thinking that. Well, Somebody Deb was saying before he went out air, you had like forty five thousand what followers on Facebook or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. I definitely my, my, I mean, I've been doing this since I was really what nine, and um, just from there, my life has changed so much. This year has changed my life. Um, just in these three hundred sixty five days, so I just I just feel so like grateful for everything. Were you able to get that up? Um, it's still not on Facebook, but I'm just going to keep an eye on it and then I'll okay. share it. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Bailey Callahan. Uh, can you just tell us where are you and describe your surroundings a little bit? Yeah, sure. So I'm currently in Nashville. Um, it's, I, I had to kind of take a second to be like, where am I? Cause I've been all over lately. Um, but I'm currently just chilling in my room. I figured we'd get nice and casual and yeah. relaxed. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And, um, Yes, I'm here. Just my bad. TV <laughs> It looks very cozy. I know exactly, exactly. I uh, I really prioritized with um with like where I wanted to live that um at the end of, at the end of the day like I worked so hard and I I always end up flying home and I'm exhausted just from everything and I just wanted a great place to come home to. That was really what I prioritized. So thank you. Uh, now, where is home? Home is a little bit north of Nashville. Uh, I'm more of like a like a suburbs kind of gal myself. I love the city, but I'm only 15 minutes from there. Um, and so I'm still pretty central, but I, I have the land that I want. So that's good. Oh. So, so you're you in a house there. I am, yeah. Good I uh, for you. Thank you so much. I lived here by myself for about a year, a little over a year. And then I just realized, like, I want to embrace, like, gal pals. And so mm -hmm. I've got a roommate, and we've just been really having a great time. Go ahead. You know, they, <laughs> uh, they're talking about having a good time. And before we went on the air with the mics, not only did we talk about your Facebook and the 45,000 followers, but yeah. the fact that uh, The Bachelor Bachelorette is on tonight. Yes. And um, you guys are recording it. So when we get done with this, all, all you girls can get together and watch it. Yeah, it was um, honestly like this might sound just totally cheesy, but I had this whole routine prior to the roommate that like I would I would have like my little sparkling like non-alcoholic, you know, like wine or whatever you call it. And then I would have my face mask. And like some kind of you know spa like remedy while I was watching it, um, so we're really just passing on their tradition. I love, <laughs> so I love it. I can't believe how many people really get into that show. Yeah. Especially I, your generation. Yes, I'm a I'm. I don't want to say like I'm obsessed with it because I don't want to be stereotypical, but I definitely get very involved in it. <laughs> so. Um, 
one of my team member members, Alana, has a podcast that she does mm -hmm. with her brother, and they talk about The Bachelorette. And Do they? Every week after it's on and all this other stuff, and I'm like, boy, you guys really get into this stuff? Yeah, you know, you know. I miss these girls that uh, I really was not too familiar with, but we had just kind of started becoming friends. And they asked if I wanted to be in like a bachelor pool. And so you pretty much like your name, you randomly get like affiliated with um, one of the girls that was, you know, on last seasons. And if you get booted off, you lose. But if you're the girl that like sticks through to like the, the proposal, then you get all the money. Oh, how cool. I know. <laughs> I tell people do. Well, they do a lot of creativity. Cool yeah. No. You know, I know a lot of guys that were watching that too. As I was talking, we'd go into work after watching an episode last season, and the guys would be talking about what happened, and all the girls would be looking at us like, "Are you guys really watching that?" <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's 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 interesting. I guess I don't. Know. Yes. You know, reality television is what yes. it is, and there's a yes, lot of yes, that. Yes. Let's talk about you a little bit more. Uh, how long have you been playing music? You said like back in uh, your eight or nine years years yeah, old. Yeah, it's weird because I've. Uh, I've been playing guitar since I was eight, and then I really got my first paid gig when I was like 10, 11. So um, I kind of had the realization not too long ago that, wow, I've literally been doing this half of my life. <laughs> so I go way back. <laughs> and how did you get all motivated to, to do that at such a young age? Yeah, I just think that, I mean, now I know why I was motivated and why I'm still motivated. But back then, I think it was just such um a passion for me i think that i was really um influenced by taylor swift and um writing about my feelings and whatever and my life did change i had to grow up like really quickly at a, a really early age and so i think that i had a lot to like write about at that time and i was doing a lot of things that most people my age weren't and so i was also bullied and so i think writing was a really big outlet for me and um I know that that's what kind of kept me going for a while, but then almost like it was, I was, I was 13 or 14 and I felt I was on tour. I was touring to New York. I was, um, you know, going to Georgia and meeting kids that were my age. And I think that that influenced it a little more. And then progressively over time, you know, one thing led to another and the motivation and the passion just kept building him. Now we're just like a freight train that's not roll, not not stopping. Not stopping at all. So, did your parents bring you around at thirteen and fourteen years old to these places to yeah. perform? Yeah. So, so I initially got started. My I, I grew up playing Guitar Hero, and um, ah. yeah, my dad like I to this day, my dad and I's biggest thing like bonding is we we listen to music together. And so that's like where my, like where it originated for me. But my grandma made a bet with the first grandchild to learn how to play a musical instrument would get money. And so I was eight, I was like, well, heck yeah, I'm gonna do this. And um, I did it and then the Taylor Swift came on and everything like that and so on and so forth. Um, but my mom was, my, my mom's so cute. Uh, I remember we were at a Demi Lovato concert, I, like when she was still with Disney. So super, you know, young. And I remember I was so nervous the whole night and I finally told her that I, that that's what I want to do for a living. And she looked at me and she was like, okay. And from there she just, wow. yeah, everything like any reason that she can fly to Nashville, she'll come to Nashville or, you know, I, I, I tour a lot to Gatlinburg. And, and mm -hmm. she like loves Gatlinburg, so she'll go with me, and we'll do all the touristy things. And it's um, she's really like my best friend, so it's nice to have her awesome. on. Awesome. It still baffles me how there are some artists that we have met that, like yourself, their parents supported them at such a young age, yeah. and how many times, as you know, young. Uh, children growing up, we say, oh, I want to be a doctor. Oh, this week I want to be a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, I want to be an actor. So you never really know if your child is really serious about making right. that career life choice at such a young age. Well, I definitely, um, I definitely was the same way uh, as far as like the normal kind of kid aspirations. Like I wanted to be an astronaut. And um, for me, the biggest, the biggest conflict was um, if I was going to be uh, an athlete or a singer, uh, because I, I, I was, 
a runner. I was like third in state for running. Um, I, I have really long legs. So I'm super tall. Um, and then I even wanted, Lucky. To, <laughs> I wanted to play. I mean, I played the cross. I wanted to be the first quarterback at my high school, like first oh. quarterback at my high school. And so, um, that was the biggest struggle for, for me, but I knew that at the end of the day, like singing was what was going to set me apart. And so I, obviously I'm here. <laughs> I chose singing. So, mm -hmm. so I think I'm doing good. Yeah. Very good. Wow. I mean, you were like more or less like a tomboy. When, it was very it, much tomboy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, to this day, like I definitely, you know, dress girlier and whatever, but I, I, I definitely think I'm still like one of the guys. So, um, I don't know. I think it's, it, I it, I yeah, it. I'm just not like a girly girl. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You no. you totally do not look like a tomboy. I will tell no. you that. Well, You're absolutely gorgeous. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> How tall are you? I'm six feet. Oh, oh my God. You yeah. I, I had back surgery about um, almost three years ago. I was going to ask you about that. Um, it's yeah. a complicated uh, back surgery and you've got a couple of pins in your back and uh but you seem to be i'm okay you know uh i had scoliosis so they straightened my spine i grew three inches um so that was a little crazy but that was literally five days before senior year of high school so i think that, that was the most traumatic thing for me um you know i'm doing fine it's just more gosh um it's just more of the fact of like trying to deal with it because yeah. you know as you're evolving and growing mm -hmm. up your body's constantly changing so that's the biggest thing for me but yeah right you're still you're still so young uh just under 21 uh you're just you're just getting started even though <laughs> you started back when you were nine or ten reality is you're just getting started although you were touring at the age of 14 and now here you are in Nashville going after your dream. Yeah. Um, but then just when you're ready to head out of that gate mm -hmm. and the quarantine and all yeah. that, how did that work for you? Well, to backtrack a little bit, I moved to Nashville a week after high school. And so I, as we talked about before we went live, I had a lot of complications when I first moved to town. Um, and so for me, it was really like the path of figuring out who I was and what I had to say. And so when I finally figured that out, um, that was about the same time last year. And I wrote a song called Roll. Um, and so Roll got released this February. And I swear, if, if all it took was me figuring out my voice and, um, you know, trying to not be uh, compared to as like the 15-year-old that came to town when I did, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, my life, I should have done this a long time ago. Um, because that the single came out in February. I got to perform at House of Blues. I um, opened up for Luke Bryan. And I opened up for a lot of people. No, actually, COVID ruined it. Yeah, I was supposed to open up for Eric Church and Toby wow. Keith. And all these people, like, after my House of Blues show in March, I, I was on such a high. And everything that I had lined up. Uh, I, I was like, give me, give me five months and I'll have a record deal. And then COVID came. Mm -hmm. um, and so I try and look at everything from a positive outlook. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, why, why I get gloomy and sad. And so I looked at it more as, as okay, this is some much needed time off. I've literally mm -hmm. been doing this my whole life. Um, you know, take time and, and have fun and like be a kid. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that month came around and I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like, I'm bored. I got, you know, I, 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 for me being bored, it fuels my productivity in a weird way. Uh, cause I'm tired of being bored. Right. So, so from there, the songs kind of kept coming on. Um, and then I also looked at COVID as I, I had this really great writing opportunity. This, this chance to be in a great, um, group of writers in town. Uh, and so with COVID, I would not have been able to do that if, if I was gigging and on the road as much as I was, right. I really got to dive in and invest all my time in it. So I'm really thankful for that too, but boy, do I miss my fans and I miss being out there. And even like we talked about earlier, if, I wish I could be there and like hug you guys. Yeah. You know, and we'd love to have you here and I'm sure mm -hmm. we, we will meet someday. Yeah. Person, you know, whether it's there or here, we'd love to see you on a radio tour. We'd love yeah. to uh, 
you know, uh, have you play in front of some fans here in, in the Northeast. Uh, I would love that. We do. We set up those shows. We make it happen. Uh, of course, just like with you right now with the COVID, this is what we're doing. Right. there i'm here deb is there so mm -hmm. it's like you know it's just but i think there's a good good thing that comes out of this where artists like yourself can really think about what you're doing and maybe perfect a few things whether mm -hmm. it's, uh you know work on some new material or mm -hmm. maybe just work on you as a as a person to, yeah. to make yourself even better um i think those some of the good things that came out of this quarantine or is coming out of this quarantine for sure and i feel like everything happens for a reason you yeah know? absolutely um so hopefully it's for a good reason <laughs> Not well, i was i was gonna say that you're getting a, a break now but probably because when all of this does finally settle down and you actually are getting out there you're going to be non-stop so yeah, you know and and one of the things that people told me was like the my mindset on the whole thing uh, was when in your life are you gonna literally be forced to stay home and do nothing? You know, about it all the time. Yeah. You don't get to do that. Yeah. You know, when is it like socially acceptable to gain five pounds? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> or the COVID nineteen, whichever comes your way, this will never happen again. Right. So. No, seriously, and and you're so young that this this will be such a small part of your whole career and your whole life. So yeah. embrace it, I, I guess. I know it's kind of hard because you are full of energy and you do want to get out there, but but really do um, embrace that. Right. So, um, well, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Did you say your family, did I hear you say at some point they were from California? No, I'm from Florida. Oh, Florida. That's what it was, Florida. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm from Orlando. So I, I, I grew up not too far from the beach and from Disney. Uh, which was was a really fun childhood. Oh yeah! <laughs> Did you ever have the opportunity to work at at Disney at all? Seeing you were okay. So speaking of that, no, <laughs> because I'm too damn tall, um, <laughs> too tall to be Disney princess. But believe me, I tried. Yeah. All I wanted to do was be Elsa because I oh, literally oh, can't. Boy. Like before I got the bangs, because this is new. I could have been Elsa, easy peasy, and mm -hmm. um. I, I like, I waited till I could turn 18 for one. Cause that's like when you had to wait, but then mm -hmm. I saw the, the height requirement and it was like five, six. And I, I just, I got to beat by four inches. Can't do it. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I, I, as much as I wish I could, I can. Tell me uh, you were, uh, did you host a podcast? Uh, oh yeah. Not like kind of not really. I, I partnered with this uh, media company and I did like a Nashville or bus. So we vlogged oh, okay. the whole experience of me moving to Nashville and some of the triumphs and the, you know, the losses of mm -hmm. the whole experience. So that's what I did. And then I interviewed some people during C CMA Fest. Oh, excellent. Yeah. excellent. yeah, it was a fun experience. Do you, um, did you play, do you perform anywhere during CMA Fest? Yeah, I perform everywhere. I honestly like I don't I don't get uh like sleeper and mm -hmm. any breaks and I love it. I love being that crazy during CMA Fest. And what's cool is I actually became a CMA member this year. That was one of my big goals with releasing music. And so hopefully this coming year, twenty twenty one, I'll be able to do some of the, the CMA stages. Nice. Um so yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, we'll be there. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man, I tell you, you just you know I think you've got the whole package and uh, we were listening to uh, some of your music before, before you came on yeah. a little bit. It's just, you know, you rock girl. You <laughs> then then I, I, I scrolled across and I, I came across the video of, um, was it to make you feel my love? Oh yeah. By Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Adele or even Garth did that back in the day as well. Yeah. And it was like, yep. And it was like, Wow. Wow. It was just, you know, you go from, you know, you're on stage rocking in one video. Then I, like mm -hmm. I said, rolled across and there you were doing uh, to make you feel my love. And I went, that is just when you can have that variation of going from mm -hmm. a lot of energy and rocking the stage to, yeah, you know, listen. Well, that was a big thing. Thank you so much for that. That was a big um, uh, issue for me for a while because I grew up, uh, I had my first real gig when I was like 10, 11. And at the time I was writing originals and I was trying to prove myself and show that I wasn't just this 
normal person. And so I found at a very young age early on that the slow originals weren't going to make the cut for people to remember you. The ones that were fun and upbeat were how you were going to yeah. grab people's attention. And so yeah. for me as a writer, I was, I'm automatically drawn to writing upbeat stuff. And that's not like most people aren't like that. And so for me, I was writing all these upbeat stuff, but um, my team and my producer was like, okay, well, where's the variety? And so um, I've always said that I'm a fan of just any good music. And so I really got into um, Bonnie Raitt and, um, mm -hmm. you know, Patty Griffin and um, Griffith. Uh, I'm totally blanking, but, uh, and, and Jewel and, you know, all these, all these, just see that? Yeah, I don't know. That happened on one of our last podcasts too. Well, it's funny. I it, it hasn't been live on Facebook, so maybe that's the way. Um. Everything's no. fine. Yeah, no, we're live. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. That's all. We're good. We're good. Yeah. It's your captain speaking. Cool. <laughs> are fun. you are you performing anywhere at all now in Nashville? Because I know there are some venues that are open. Yeah. So I um I don't. I mean, I do play in Nashville, but I just found when I first moved here, that was like one of the things I really strive to do was, was perform in Nashville and, you know, do the writer's rounds. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't ever want to do Broadway, but I found that for me, I would do the show and I would have to play for like six hours and not take a break. And I would play to drunk people that wouldn't remember me the next day. And I just, you know, I'm, I found I was working even harder than I, than I would. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't having as much fun and you know the whole reason that I was I was doing those shows was to get my name out there, and these people weren't going to remember me the next day. Mm -hmm. So I've realized, okay, why not see the world? Why not get out? Mm -hmm. You know, go to these towns where you've never been, so it's cool mm -hmm. for you, and you're just meeting people all over the world instead of just being in Nashville. Right. So that's been kind of my thing. Like I, I one big shift for me was that. Um, I finally kind of came to the conclusion that this, the, the typical way of making it is not my way of making it. And, um, so I've just, really good, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think mm -hmm. that took a lot for me to realize that, um, about a year of being in Nashville for me to realize that. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if a show in Nashville comes up, I would love to, I'd love to do shows in Tennessee, but mm -hmm. the normal, you know, Nashville way just hasn't been a thing for me. But other than that, um, outside of Nashville, I've been gigging quite a lot. I was in Gatlinburg and then I was just in Orlando this wow. past week. And then I head back to Florida this week too, for some shows. Um, mm. so I've, I've really been all over. I've been really fortunate. So how are you getting these shows? Are you booking them yourself? Yeah. You just call up and say, Hey, I'm coming to town. I'd like to play at your venue. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, yes. So I, <laughs> I, we told myself a couple, like when I first moved to town, that one of my goals was that I wanted to stop playing like bars. You know, mm -hmm. obviously I do, to, you know, just in Florida mm -hmm. and to keep my name out there. Cause I, I wouldn't be where I am without those places. So it's kind of a different scene mm -hmm. when I come and play, but I really wanted to stop doing that as much. And so I found all these fairs and festivals and I literally would like DM them where I'd find their general info phone number and I would call or I would do whatever I could and sure enough, one by one, they slowly started trying to take a chance on me. Wow. And that's how I got it. And once your name gets out there, mm -hmm. you know, somebody tells somebody else who tells somebody else, yeah. say, hey, you got to check out this Bailey Callahan. She's, she rocks. That's well, you're going to start getting those gigs. Yeah. And, you know, and, and once one person caught on board, then you had that as leverage for the other ones. And yeah. then, you know, two off on board, and then you could use those two for leverage and so on and so forth. So it really did. It, uh, it, was, it was a really uh, great, great experience to learn how to do that. Very stressful for sure, but- um, yeah, I bet, I bet. It was fun though. Yeah, well, you know, you're a strong woman and I don't know if I could get on the phone and uh, take no for an answer or be pushed away. And I'm sure that happens every once in a while, but uh, you just, you're so persistent until mm -hmm. you get the gig, which is, why not? That's awesome. You have to be. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I was, I was really living on my own. And so there wasn't any other option. So you gotta um, pay the bills, right? Yeah. So at that point I was like, I, I don't want a retail job. I am going to uh -oh. do what I can um, and, and try and see the world. 
Let me ask you this. Uh, what do you think you would be doing if you weren't being a musician, a singer, songwriter? What do you think you would be doing right now? Um, I might be an athlete or oh, okay. I, um, as far as like an, the normality of like my life, would I would probably, I don't know. I feel like I have so much knowledge of the music industry mm -hmm. that I, and I've learned so much at such an early age and I've, continuously like I'm, I'm i'm continuously learning and so i think that i would just want to kind of offer uh, advice and assistance to someone that's like trying to make it um mm -hmm. so maybe like an artist consultant i think mm -hmm. you know that yeah that note, what's the best advice you've ever been given what's the best advice i've ever been given um i don't you know, i don't have the best advice that i've ever been oh Okay, it's funny. I literally, I swear, I literally just got this tattooed today. Um, my grandma wrote me a note, and she said, "Don't let the world change you." There you go. Let's see. Right. Put it up again. Let's see your. I literally like just got it. It says, "Don't let." It's kind of like all smeared because it's in a bandage. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I. But it says, it. "Don't let the world change you." Uh huh. Is that your first tattoo? <laughs> it's right. so funny i um i was so afraid of tattoos like after my back surgery mm -hmm. i was um i don't know if it maybe just like i was in that kind of pain before and I, I didn't want to ever put myself through pain again but i wanted tattoos so bad i was just so afraid of of the idea of the, the needle and um when i my first single was called homemade and so mm -hmm. it's about my hometown and like the appreciation of where i come from and so I told myself that when my next single came out, I would get it. And so I got that. Uh, you can see it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I got I got that. And um, from there, I like growing up, I always knew that I wanted this guitar on my forearm. I had it like henna tattoos of it. Um, like when I opened up for Hunter Hayes when I was like 14, I had like a henna guitar on my forearm. And so when I got to Headline House of Blues, that's when everything just kind of changed in my life. And I was like, mm -hmm. you know, so I got, <laughs> it's like really hard. It's like, <laughs> I know, I know. I love it. I love but, it. Um, yeah. That, that's awesome. I know you have a guitar uh, because you do what you do. And if you look, I don't know if you can see mine or not, but let's see here. Oh, yeah. I see a little bit. What is it? It's a microphone because, oh man, I can't get in front of the camera here. It's hard to. I love how I'm like, I could kind of see it. But. Yeah. So it's, a, you know, it symbolizes what we do. Right. Yeah. And it's cool too. Cause like when I play guitar, like my forearm, it like show to me, mm -hmm. like, and like, you know, so it's, it's kind of fun. And like Ronnie Dunn, right. it's a cowboy on his forearm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, cowboy. Cowboy. that's a cool one. So you have the guitar with you. I do. What do you think, Deb? Oh, I think we definitely need to hear a song. Absolutely. Play for us here, Bailey. Well, I mean, you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play uh, the new single called "State of Mind." All right. Alrighty. You all ready? We're ready. Yeah, ready. Cool. Yeah. 
it's about girl yeah rock it you just rock female artist yeah you got a little sass you got it moving you got you mm -hmm. just you got the like i said before the whole package with that so, <laughs> thank you you're so welcome so um tell us a little bit about the song itself yeah so um i found that i got really inspired by different places that i went uh back in december i went on a trip to New York and I went to California and I was so inspired by both places. And, um, when I went to California, I did a big trip. Uh, like I went to Napa, Tahoe, Reno, which is not in California, but like, you know, pretty close. And, um, you know, I really just went everywhere. And so I was so inspired by that trip. I wanted to write a song about it. And so to sum it up, the song is about like life, love and locations. Um, I get it now. California. It goes with state of mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, being a songwriter, you got to be creative like that. So you take a title or you take mm -hmm. ingredients and you must have to come up with some sort of a, like a title. And there it is. State of mind. You put it all together. Bam. Done. Well, I liked it because it was a play on words. It was, you know, not only like a way of thinking, but like mm -hmm. also state. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have a, a favorite song that you like to perform? Of my own or just... Uh, Anything in general. Is there a favorite song that when you get on stage that you just love to perform? My favorite song lately has been You and I by okay. uh, Lady Gaga. Yep, yep. Very good. Cool. familiar with that one? Yep. Mm -hmm. Very good. Love cool. that song. Uh, if you could go to... Uh, if you could open a show for any artist right now, who would it be? I Eric know Church. a lot of big... Eric Church. There you go. Yeah, you love know? it from Eric Church. Yeah, and uh, mm -hmm. he's coming out with a new single. And, yes. and I think I've heard it. I'm pretty sure I have. And, and, um, you know, stick that in your country song was good, but it kind yeah. of has attitude. So, but this new song is really cool. And one thing, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, Deb and Bailey, it, Eric Church has kind of changed his look a little bit. Yes. I saw a few pictures there anymore. And he's not wearing the, yeah. you know, the baseball cap. Yeah. I know. I, you know, Eric Church to me is like oddly attractive and all mm -hmm. the ways. So mm -hmm. he can do whatever and I'm okay with <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with you there for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, but so I'm trying to do like the girl version of that, you know? Yeah, why not? Well, I found that, you know, not, not to, I'm probably going to give away so much. I'm just so excited. But I found for me that there's like two sides of my artistry. There's the rock side um, and then there's like the very singer songwriter side. And so I was mm -hmm. trying to plan for my next step after this release. And I knew that I wanted to do something more than just a single. And um, I, you know, with an album, you want to make it sound cohesive all the way around. But I didn't know if I wanted to like make, I didn't, I didn't know if I wanted to combine the two. I, I wanted to kind of let them stand alone on their own. And so mm -hmm. um, there's something really exciting that we're doing for the next album uh, where it's almost going to be like, like an A side and a B side. Mm -hmm. I can't give yeah. away too much, but um, yeah. so. Well, you'll have to keep us posted here and yeah. there. So we'll, we'll get little drips of information. <laughs> what, um, let me ask you, Bailey, what advice would you give somebody wanting to pursue a career similar to what you have done? I swear, I just like, I, I really wish down the road that someone asked me to like be on a panel to talk about this because I could talk about this forever. <laughs> I, um, I would say there's going to be a lot of people that like tell you no. Right. And um, just believe in yourself, I think is the biggest thing. But then also uh, for me, I was really like age discriminated for a long time and people were never themselves around me when I was, 
you know, 15. I was always mm-hmm. viewed as a 15 year old that came to town. And when I moved here, I was like, I'm 18. I can vote. Like I can smoke if I want to, you know, whatever. And, and I just was so eager to do any and everything I could. And, um, I think, I think for me, the day that you finally stop caring what other people think mm-hmm. you can't force it, but mm-hmm. the day that you stop caring is the most powerful moment of your career. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you being so young when you, you, you moved to Nashville, you probably you had those feelings, I would assume, that you were worried about what everybody else thought about you at first. Now I, I, I was. Yeah. Now I, um, yeah. I, uh, so for me, I just really wanted to be Taylor Swift when I was younger. And everybody mm-hmm. was like, well, you're not Taylor Swift, you're Bailey Callahan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like I want to be Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And I never like understood that. And so I ended up putting out a record when I was 14, but I recorded it when I was like 12. And when that record came out, I hated it because it wasn't me. It wasn't what I wanted. And at the time of the recording process, I just wanted to be Taylor Swift. And so I vowed from that moment forward, I was going to figure out who I was and my music and what I had to say. And, you know, as you grow, it constantly changes. But I think that Mm -hmm. there's at least some kind of constant pattern. And so that's been the biggest thing for me. Well, everybody has a role model and someone that they look up to and someone that they want to be like, which I really kind of think is important because that's your starting point. And then, like you said, once you realize, well, gee, I'm not Taylor, I'm Bailey and I'm going to figure out my own sound, then you start to come to terms with who you are and where you're going. So I think that's all, it's all good stuff because it helps carve your path. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that changed everything for me. Um, So you are an independent artist. So Mm -hmm. you are out there marketing yourself and booking your own shows. (laughs) Um, I have to give a shout out to Music City Media because they have connected us. And I was just wondering, um, I know they're great people. I've, I've been talking to Brooke over there and I love her. But how did you come to meet up with Music City Media? Yeah. So, um, real quick, my laptop's gonna die. So, worst case, we'll just uh, we'll just walk through my house. I'll give you like a little house tour, and we'll go to my okay. tractor. Uh, <laughs> I know, but you didn't think you were gonna get a house tour today. Nice. Um, but I got in with Music City Media. I one of my like my my I called her like my mama P for a really long time, um, and she kind of took me into. Oh, you love my Christmas tree. Oh my goodness. That was gonna be my next question. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. But for me, I um I got into music. We're actually just gonna that's what we're gonna do. Um I got into music with so with Music City Media, I um my artist consultant for a really long time was in their same office building. And so they um came on and I've I've known Ke- Pat and Emma and Brooke and all of them for so long wasn't at the right place in my career to do anything with them until um, not too long ago. And so they've really just kind of come on and have done everything for me. It's beige. They, well, I don't know if she's still there. She's just frozen. <laughs> I don't know. I think she'll be back in a minute. So, ah. but no, that's great. Music city media is a great Avenue for independent artists to, um, take path to and work with. They, they are uh, great people. That's, I've heard nothing but good things about them. So thank you. <laughs> Same here. I think, uh, you know, artists like Bailey and a lot of the newer artists or even Bailey, I guess, you know, we say she's a newer artist, Deb, but is mm-hmm. she really? She's been doing this since <laughs> age nine. She's touring. She was recording at 15. So yeah, she's young, but I don't know if she's a new artist. She, I she's know. pretty well established. Very well established. You know, I was going to say, Bailey, if you can hear us, you'll need to pop out and pop back in again. So she'll come back. But it's interesting to hear this from the artist Mm -hmm. and and anybody that's listening or watching this right now or maybe later on when you download it and you're out Mm -hmm. getting a walk and you want to listen to the podcast, you're thinking about Mm -hmm. becoming an artist or, you know, what does it take? You know, it's not an easy job by by any Mm -hmm. means. And uh, but to to have such a positive attitude like like she Mm -hmm. does. And I think that's the attitude you need. But but the impression I got was that it was rough in the beginning because she didn't mm-hmm. know how to accept everything that was going on. But as she said, and you said that 
as you grow, you kind of learn to, you know, just. Uh, well, you figure out who you are and you figure out where you're going. Right. And then you have to figure out how, well, you, you, you know where you're going and what your end result is supposed to be, or you'd like it to be, but then you have to figure out how to get there Absolutely. and what's going to be the best way for me to get to that goal. You know, you know what Bailey's doing right now? She's probably flipping out, running around the house. Here she <laughs> Doing what I do before the podcast each week. <laughs> hang, on, hang on. Here we go. There you go. Oh, my gosh, guys. And my laptop didn't even die. I accidentally unplugged the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> we well, now, now we know. She did say she wasn't... Um, social media guru so your tech right. technology and everything else you know right. your laptop is a 100 percent when you start when you start an interview and then somehow it goes down to four percent <laughs> in 30 minutes i'm gonna move everybody around here i just want to make this uh look better here because cool. sorry about that <laughs> there we go now watch this we'll do a little magic make it happen and bring it right back up Bam. Hey, there, we go. there we go. Hey guys. <laughs> it's been forever since we've talked. You know, uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. How you been? You know, my my Wi-Fi went out. <laughs> but we got that fixed. We're good now. Hey, all right. Before we so, go, go ahead. Well, Dad. we wanted to hear about the Christmas tree story before we let her go anywhere. Naturally. I, you know, honestly, thank you so much for bringing that up because I was talking about that all the time. Um, so my, I had a little like Halloween party get together. And so mm -hmm. I don't have my Halloween costume yet. It was pretty early on. Um, and so all I had was like a Santa hat and my Christmas onesie. And so I put that on and I just, oh. had this, this, as soon as I zipped up the onesie and the hat came on, this overwhelming sense of happiness just rushed through my body. Oh. And I was like, you know what? Christmas tree. And we put it up that night. You know, it's never oh. too early. Some people will argue that fact, but I was uh, on the air this afternoon. I saw a bit of show prep that said there are more people now that have put their lights up, their trees up uh, early, earlier than ever. And and I'm I, so happy. So I'm driving home and I'm seeing Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can't say it's every house, but right. But there's quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, well, I think it just brings a little bit more light into this dark time, and not to sound cheesy, but like I literally, if you met me in person, you would know like I love Christmas so much. And there's a there's a saying in one of the songs on the Grinch where it's if there's love in your heart and your mind, you will feel like Christmas all the time. Yeah. And um, you know, I'll just be chilling. It's been kind of cold and gloomy in Nashville. And my Christmas tree has been the greatest lamp, the greatest. <laughs> so, so, you know. So cool. Well, so one of the things around here, though, is people are starting to put up their Christmas lights because they do want to do it before the snow starts flying. I do know that's part of the reason. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> but if they're up, you might as well put them on. Exactly. So, yeah. Hey, girl, I agree with you. Yeah, and Christmas music will make you feel good, too. Always. Yes. I honestly, like, one of my biggest goals in my career is to have like a Christmas album that's like all I want for Christmas is you. Like I, I want to be. And that sounds so cheesy, but if you knew me, you would know. It's awesome. I yeah. like. Why not? Like you know the 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 there's like at least I feel like ten Christmas songs you just put on all every year, and I want to have one of those songs. That's my goal. What's your favorite Christmas song? Um, there's a there's a new one that came out. It's like. Uh, Make Christmas the whole year round, okay. and um, it's that's just really like I heard it, and it's just so fun and boppy, and I just, you know, that's just really like a way I want to live my life. Oh my I love how energetic and positive you are. I'll get the words right out of my mouth, Deb. Yeah, really, yeah. seriously, I can't. So, so one of the things that we do, Skip mentioned earlier, it might have been before we went live, is we love to bring artists in from Nashville. Usually they're from Nashville mm -hmm. um, into our community and we'll put on a showcase and we just fill a restaurant or a venue or wherever yeah. we're at. And we cannot wait to have you come up so that we could do that for you. Because oh, you're so kind. I would love have, that. Um, I, I think you said you could hear me. Uh, but when I was, when I was talking to Skip earlier, I really just, I love meeting people and I love touring mm -hmm. and I've never been 
in that area. And I just think it'd be a really fun experience overall. So well, you just tell me when. Well, well, you're on the list. As soon as uh, our, um, as soon as we're allowed to have activity, you know, full activity in our venues, we're, we're getting right on it. Trust me. <laughs> we're itching ourselves. Yeah, I know we definitely need that. We need that mm -hmm. really bad, real bad. Hey, so yeah. what's your mask look like? Do you got a fancy mask? <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw this, but my kind of uh, nickname is BFC. And so <laughs> yeah. I don't, did, did you see that? Do you know? Do you know what's what the BFC? No. What's the, is the F your middle name? No. Oh. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> B biggest freaking Califan. <laughs> oh, I started thinking something. Uh, no, it is what you're thinking. I really tell people it's up for interpretation. Um, so for the little ones, it's the biggest freaking Califan. But for me, it's Bailey F. and Callahan. And so, okay. um, so uh, someone made me a mask. That's BFC, like the logo of that, and Ryan, like in glitter and sparkles. And so that's my that's my mask. So when I was growing up, I'm sorry. When I was oh. growing up, it was um, Bruce, um, you know, Evan Springsteen. Oh, so. that's right. yeah. <laughs> it was, that's the way it was when we were growing up. Well, when Roll came out, it really was <laughs> like when I talk about the age discrimination, I was so tired of it. I was like, how mm -hmm. do I set myself apart? And mm -hmm. I almost did the more. Um, the lesser version of the Miley Cyrus thing. And <laughs> I just really like wanted to embrace being a little bit more edgy and um, okay. who would have thought it would have turned me into who I am today. So, so awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. And whoever would think that uh, we'd be talking about masks when you think about it. So what, you know, the, the designs now and mm -hmm. all the, the fancy stuff that people are wearing and, you know, it's all come out of this crazy, uh, crazy life that we're in right now, but who yeah. have ever thought that we'd be doing that? Crazy. Mm -hmm. crazy all right so bailey callahan's been our guest tonight here on skip mm -hmm. happens and uh bailey thank you so much for joining us uh well i just i love your energy like deb said mm -hmm. you know you're so much fun to chat with mm -hmm. and to find out more about and to hear your music and if we have viewers or listeners that want to find out more about you where can they go Sure, you can go to baileycallahan.com, Spotify, Apple Music. I'd love to connect with y'all on social media. Instagram is Bailey Cali, just Bailey like the liquor, and then C A L I. Um, and I found out too, you can Google me. So I'm sure you can get all my links on Google too. Oh, I definitely liquor. Googled you. Did you? I know it's so cool. Absolutely. I love Google. I love it. And, and the conversation today, or, you know, these days at the kitchen table, we'll be talking and if we don't know something, oh, I'll Google it, you yeah. know, and yeah. your generation obviously knows that. What's that, Skip? No, that's exact. Oh, I just mm -hmm. did it, too. I said, you know, you pick up your phone and see it yeah. lit up white because they said, hey, Google. Tonight, yeah. uh, we were talking about something at the dinner table, and I pick up the phone and go, hey, Google, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. You know. Well, it's, it's funny hearing you say that. I have a speaker in my room that's from Google, and when you said that, it, like, turned on. So, I was when I figured you know. there was something going on back there. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wait, did it light up? Hey, Google. No, I saw you. <laughs> hey, Google, play Skip Happens. <laughs> she do it? We gotta wait till we're done, and then it will re-air it. <laughs> Dude, she's or, literally in our in our podcast right now. No, I love it. I love it. It's a Google Home because I used to have a Google Home. Then I switched it up to Alexa, and uh, but they're both like really similar, just mm -hmm. one. Google and the others, Amazon. So yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Alexa just went off. That's over. <laughs> oh my God. going to go up in the kitchen now. Anything anymore. It's like how Google and Alexa will be talking to each other on the podcast here. Yeah. Have you guys seen the social dilemma? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. Another, another discussion for another time, yeah, but definitely a, a weird social media thing. Yeah. Deb, did you see that or no? No. Is that a Netflix? Yes. Thing? I, yeah. No, but I think I've heard about it, so it was yes. kind of mentally on my list. I would highly recommend that you watch it. Yeah, it makes you uh, like. Oh, that's the one where you learn that they're tracking you with everything, like your phone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for me, like it's my life. So what am I going to do at this point? But as someone mm -hmm. like my mom, my mom definitely got really freaked out from it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it, you know it is life, and that's what's going on. There's a lot of that. You just need mm -hmm. to. Uh, be cautious mm -hmm. and uh, 
even the new iPhone, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not, I'm not an iPhone guy, to, to be honest with you. I'm a droid, Android. Um, well, I'm not, but the phone is. But uh, <laughs> that's crazy. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the new iPhone has a little, they said uh, there's a little red or orange dot that will light up at the top of the phone if one of your apps is listening to you. Wow. You know what? There's a mic open or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, well, I, re- I appreciate that. I might just have to get the new iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> no, That'll I, be the new selling point. I know, right? It's crazy. Yeah. All right, Bailey Callahan. I know we, we kind of got off the beaten path a little bit, but that's what we do. That's mm-hmm. why it's, it happens. Just get over mm-hmm. it. Everything will be fine. And mm-hmm. uh, but th- thank you so much for joining Deb and I here tonight. Y- you are wonderful. We appreciate you, uh, Music City Media. We appreciate them. Um, and you just hanging with us, telling us a lot about you. And uh, and when you unplugged the Wi-Fi, Deb and I were chatting just a little bit about uh, you know what we were doing and what was going on. That um, only me. Fact, yeah, only. I, I called you a new and up and coming artist, but really, even though you are only twenty, you're not a new and up and coming artist because you've been, as far as I'm concerned, you're established already. You've been doing this since you were eight or nine years old and yeah. recording at 15 and now you're 20. I mean, if it wasn't for this uh, quarantine and this COVID, you'd mm-hmm. probably have a full album out there. You'd be rocking the airwaves. You'd be doing mm-hmm. it. You'd be on all the big stages. So Yeah, it's a, it's a weird uh, situation because I've been doing this half my life. So even mm-hmm. though I'm just now kind of getting more out there, that could be considered a new uh, up-and-coming artist. But and I already feel like I'm really established. I think I'm just on this path of growing and gaining knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. Um, exactly. Got you there. Bailey, uh, you're awesome. When we sign off, if you want to hang on for just a couple of minutes. Um, of course. Just, just to chat with you before you go and watch the Bachelorette. I know all, all your roomies are probably going, what's taking her so long? Oh, not a big deal at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they're not banging on your door. Come on, girl, let's go. <laughs> We got to watch this. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, Skip Happens. And uh, of course, Deb Lamphere, the president and founder of the Country Music Fan Club. And you can find them online. Um, go ahead, Deb. Tell everybody. Go to my Facebook page, the Country Music Fan Club. So Bailey, actually, if you like our page, um, my team will definitely like your page if they haven't done so already. This way, when you've got music coming out, we can cross promote and get your information out there and they'll Instagram it and the whole nine yards. So I love it. We'll, uh, and tell everybody about our podcast too. Skip happens. Yes. Because it does. You just need to get it over does. it. does. <laughs> That's all. Hey, Billy, thanks for joining us here tonight. And uh, like I said, hang on there for a minute, uh, but uh, you know, almost an hour out of your busy day and mm-hmm. cutting to your bachelorette time. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, we love your music. Just keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, peace and love. And, uh, you know, put some presents under that Christmas tree, too. It's never too early. Yeah. To do that. I ordered some today. Don't you worry, Skip. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. And have a great night. Yeah, you too. Thanks for joining us. Good night. Yeah. Good night, everyone. <laughs>